Hey, wait, don't go away yet. We have a lot more interesting information to come. Hey, I really appreciate you watching this broadcast, but in order for us to continue to bring this to you free, we have sponsors. I'd really appreciate it if you would just listen to our sponsor and then we'll get right back to the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, welcome. It is June 23rd and the aviation industry is really growing right now. Things are really getting hot. Hey, we're going to talk today about what you have to do to be successful in the aviation industry right now as things are emerging and focusing specifically on some of the things that we're doing in digital in order to be successful. Stand by. You are not going to want to miss this. Hey, I'm here with Larry, my business partner today. Larry, how are you doing today, Larry? Hey, Mark. Really great to be uh, to be with you again. It's been a while, I think, since we've uh, been live. And uh, hey, welcome to my kitchen again. Yeah, great. Good. Hey, listen, I want to tell everybody that uh, Larry and I are um, are coming back online live, and we're we're starting a new uh, regular live broadcast, which we're doing Wednesdays. Um, at 9 o'clock Pacific time, 12 o'clock Eastern time, regular to focus on um, ideas and what's happening in the industry and how you can be successful in the implementation of digital within your business. But more specifically, what do we have to do in the aviation industry in order to be able to create success right now? Because it's really super important you know, for us to do that. Hey, really quickly, if you're out there watching our live broadcast today, we have so many great loyal followers. Um, hey, give me a shout out in your comments and tell us where you are and where you're coming from. We I always like to know where people are, and uh, we're going to be taking some live questions as we talk about the industry and how things are emerging. Hey, Larry, um, I wanted to share a quick story with you. Uh, I traveled over the weekend, and uh, I went from uh, Seattle. I went from Florida to Seattle and then back again. Um, I went out to visit my father for uh, Father's Day, but I was oh, wow. on four different flights you know, this Whoa. weekend. And let me tell you what is, is that the, the, the airports were packed. It was just busy out there today. I was on I was on four flights and uh, I think one flight had three or four open seats. But other than that, it was they were 100 percent. You know, load factors were 100 percent. It's just really incredible what's going on right now. Yeah, I think I heard Mark, uh, you know, over the weekend for two or, two or three of those days over the Father's Day weekend, you know, TSA had over two million passengers you yeah. know, per day. And so we're back to pre-pandemic sort of uh, travel. Uh, um, yeah. Numbers. Hey, and one of the big challenges right now is it ends up being a bit unpredictable because uh, like um, I had some family members that ran off to the airport early in the morning and they zipped right through TSA. And then I showed up um, a couple hours later and it was one of those kind of days where the where the check in line snaked around into the you know lobby. And there was someone with a big sign that said the end of the line is here because you couldn't even figure out where the end of the line is. Let me tell you what the industry is just coming back right now in full force right now. You know, and as a passenger, that just adds an extra layer of stress to the whole travel, you know, the whole travel experience, Mark. Uh, yeah. Uh, you are brave to, to, to go through all that. <laughs> yeah. For hey, Larry, you know, I talk to people all around the world, you know, all the time. And I was talking to somebody, you know, even with our close neighbor to the north in Canada yesterday. And, uh, you know, Canada is not that way. Canada is still, you know, mostly, you know, closed down right now. And so what's really coming back right now, let's be specific, is what's coming back right now is domestic travel in the U.S., all right? And the domestic travel is just, you know, rapidly coming back, you know, to capacity. Um, but what we are seeing is, is that we don't have that international travel right now, of course, because of the difficulties in still traveling internationally for most people. 
Well, so Mark, you know, everyone's like, like me, they're tired of being in their kitchen. There's so much pent up demand. I mean, everybody wants to go somewhere this summer to, uh, you know, to get out of their, their yeah. homes and, enjoy, and kind of enjoy, uh, enjoy the U.S. again. But you're right. The international travel um, still not to the numbers that, uh, you know, the pre-pandemic. Yeah, but what we're immediately seeing right now is uh, we're seeing some challenges, though, in, you know, meeting those demands. So, you know, we saw in the news in the last couple of days that there are airlines that are already canceling flights, you know, in July because they can't meet the demand. And, you know, Larry, you heard what some of those reasons were for that, right? I mean, wh why was why were some of those flights being canceled? Well, you know, uh, they can't get the staff, whether it be pilots or flight crews, um, you know, to man the uh, uh, to, to, you know, to man the flights. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and and they've had difficulty getting some of the aircraft back into service, you know, because of the labor, you know, to be able to do that. And so one of the things that we're definitely seeing is the airlines are saying, hey, we're ready to go, but we're having difficulty putting people in place um, because, you know, we have staff shortages. And I heard on the news this morning that uh, there was training issues with getting people back up trained and getting them back into positions. And so, you know, yeah, the, the industry is really is really coming back fast, but we're having some challenges in doing that. And so one of the things that uh, Larry and I wanted to focus on today is, is that we are going to be coming to you on a weekly basis to talk about the things that you need to do that you can do to be successful, you know, in the industry right now today in order to be able to meet those demands. We know there's demands around labor. We know there's demands around um, how to be more efficient. We know there's demands around how do we get our aircraft back in service. We know there's demands around, you know, um, putting in place things like technology. Hey, Larry, there's an interesting thing I heard um, this morning. I was listening to a guy talk about technology and aviation, okay? Yeah. And he said, hey, one of the easiest things to do in technology was to leave aviation, leave an airline and go work at Google or Amazon or something like that. And so the IT guys had an easier job of transitioning somewhere than others. And so guess what? Now the industry is coming back and where does that leave the airlines? Yeah, they just lost, a, you know, I, I had a personal experience, a personal friend, friend of mine who, used to, who worked at Boeing for 20 years, he got a job offer at Amazon, essentially a you know, program manager job, a 70% um, raise uh, over what he was making. Uh, yeah. So you're right, you know, those, those IT companies are recognizing the skills that um, some aviation professionals have uh, and, you know, bring them in to help them grow their business. But, you know, Mark, one thing I just also wanted to say is, you know, we're seeing recovery, but the factors that are important in terms of growing your business are kind of the same as they, they've always been. They're just, you know, highlighted to a, a much with a much brighter light in terms of knowing your customer, managing your employees and being engaged with your employees. It's just, you know, uh, so important now, especially as you described, um, the airlines and, and I think across aviation, you know, uh, there's an experienced drought. Yeah. So, so Larry, what, what are some of the thoughts that you have on, on how we stay engaged with customers? What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, first off, you, you do have to kind of identify your closest customers, your most, uh, you know, your most important customers and, and maintain that, that personal relationship with them. And I realize, you know, that personal relationship might be a Zoom call or it might be a LinkedIn session or, you know, but you have to find a way to stay connected um, with your customers. And I think, uh, you know, one of the ways that's really uh, important to do now is, you know, leveraging social media is a it's a key way to stay close to your customer. Yeah. You know, we need to be creative. Larry, um, I got a video message this morning from a salesperson that was reaching out to me to sell me something. OK. And um, I had reached out to them, sent them a text and said, hey, I, I'd like to talk to somebody. And um, 
you know, I, I, I didn't answer the phone because um, I, I have too many things going on. They wanted to call me back and I didn't answer, you know, and I know a lot of people don't do that. And so what the person turned around and did is they sent me a personal video message. Okay. And I got by text, a personal video message from that person. And it was actually pretty effective. Um, it drew me back into them and I actually called them back because they sent me that personal video message. And so, you know, we need to find creative ways to use technology to be able to reach out to people and, you know, and create success today. And I thought that was a good example of, of doing that. Well, you know, you know this, Mark, as the workforce gets gets younger, they're just so experienced in using these tools. I mean, uh, you know, a friend of mine said, well, let's just set up a snap and do it right away, do a Snapchat right away. Or, or you know, my Another friend says, here, look at my snap, the Snapchat of what we did yesterday. I mean, that's just how they interact with the world around them. And I yeah, think okay. you have to yeah. be aware of that and embrace it. Yeah. So, Larry, with the labor shortages that are existing out there today, you know, I have different jobs that I'm doing with different um, MROs and some different companies right now. And uh, just a really good example is, is that there's a software company that I'm helping right now. And uh, and they are actually having difficulty implementing at the airline. It's a regional airline. And the reason they are is because during the pandemic, a lot of their key technology people, IT people left like what we were talking about. Right. Yeah. And so now they've had to slow down their implementation and uh, um, and they're having difficulty with the expertise and they're actually having to put more time and effort into it because the customer has less expertise. OK, but so, you know, we're definitely faced with those kind of challenges. And so, you know, Larry, one of the things that you said is that we need to reach out to our best customers and to help them. Well, this company, this software company, what they're doing is they're actually going an extra mile and going out and helping them you know, yeah, in the implementation. Yeah. And so, you know, that's definitely a way to help keep and attract the customers to go an extra mile and give them some extra help. Right, right. And, you know, I, one thing we haven't touched on at all, Mark, is is um, you have to be agile. I mean, you, you certainly have to have a plan and you have to have a strategy. But yeah. I think now more than ever, you have to be willing to embrace change to that plan. And, and you know, not have, only have a plan A, but have the plan B, C, D, you know, and be be willing and aggressive in adjusting your plan to what's happening in the market because the market is changing on a daily basis like you just described in your you know in your travel experience. Yeah. You know, um Larry, there's another company that I'm working with right now and uh, what they focus on is they focus on focus on helping MROs and uh, overhaul, you know, vendors um, to be successful in implementing of execution tools, automated execution tools. Okay. And so, so let me explain, you know, just for the people listening, what that really means is, is that, you know, you may have digital, you may have digital task cards, or you may have digital documents or different tools, but what they're doing is they're helping to actually optimize the accomplishment of work. So, you know, production planning tools and uh, work assignment and, and actually, you know, accomplishing the work steps, signing off electronically, you know, closing out work, you know, for execution. Now, I've actually seen, you know, Larry, that that those kind of tools can produce between 10 and 40 percent improvements in labor, you know, when implemented properly. Right. And when we're sitting here in a world right now where we're trying to figure out how to get things done um, with digital. OK, implementing those kind of tools that reduce the demands on our labor are one of the things that people are doing out there right now. You, you know, you're 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 right, Mark. And and. Uh... You know, when you say digital and you and I say digital, it kind of boils down to paperless, right? That maybe that's a word that people can embrace a little bit more. Because a friend of mine asked me the other day, you know, you're telling me the airline industry isn't paperless. I go to the doctor. There's no paper. They get they do all the tests. They send me an email and there's all my test results, you know, on a website. And, and you know, you walk into the doctor, the medical 
field has, has learned to go paperless. I said, nope, that's not the way yeah. aviation works today. And there's so many opportunities to move into that. We call it digital transformation, to move into that paperless environment. Um, it, you know, it's exciting, it's fun. Uh, I think the young workforce knows how to take us there. Yeah, and uh, this particular company that I'm talking about, um, they're doing an implementation right now at a major engine overhaul facility as well. So, so it's it's not like just um, you know like airframe MROs. It's like uh, uh, it's um, you know uh, engine overhaul facilities and things like that because all of us are faced with having not the complete digital that we're really looking for um, in our implementations. And Larry, let me just address one thing for a minute. Is a lot of times when we talk about paperless. We say, well, we can go paperless, and frequently we're, you know, people have jumped on PDF tools, all right, and things like that, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, and and so you know, PDF certainly, you know, can put put a an image of a piece of paper on your device, but it doesn't give you full, you know, functionality, you know, out there that exists and what you need. And um, Larry, you know, you guys were doing a lot with uh, with rolling out um, digital, you know, at Boeing you know, with some of the tools that you had, you know, what did you find out there that was really some of the most effective ways for people, you know, to, to implement digital? Was it PDF or was it more structured intelligent data? Or just give us some ideas on, on what kind of things people did to be successful. Well, you know, Mark, I think there's a continuum, right? Um, there are people that just implemented PDF and they got some benefit out of that, right? But if you're able to use intelligent data uh, and really make it, make, use of that intelligent data, you get a lot more benefit. And so um, the, the background, the foundational data is going to drive, uh, I don't mean to be too dry here, but foundational data is going to drive how much efficiencies that you're, you're going to, and how much increased capability you're gonna recognize from a digital transformation. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, if we take kind of look at, Larry, you talk a lot about the value chain of, you know, the process of going from, you know, paper to digital, all right? So let's just talk about that for a minute, is, is that um, if we look at the high, high level process, you know, we all know that, that once we've made a commitment to do this, all right, and, and in many ways, you know, the circumstances that we found ourselves in over the last year and a half, have caused us to have a more resolute commitment to doing this, all right? So I don't think there's any doubt that people know that they are committed to doing this today, all right? But Larry, one of the most important things that people need to do next is really understand the value in what they're doing and what's the business processes that if digital is applied to it would make the biggest impact on their business, all right? So it isn't about running out and buying iPads and deploying iPads out there with a bunch of PDF on it. It's really stepping back and looking at what do I have to do to be able to create efficiency and improve the highest value functions of our business by the implementation of digital. I mean, you saw a lot of that, didn't you? Absolutely, absolutely Mark. And, and um, you know, I, I think sometimes it takes a visionary uh, leader to, to really jump in and, and and make a commitment to make a change uh, and bring the staff and bring the people and bring the organization uh, along along with his along with his vision so uh you know I, it takes more than ipads to make the transformation and to realize the, the benefit it takes you know a plan a strategy people buy in and, and i think what we saw always saw is once people embraced the technology they were able to do great things and they were able to ask questions they could never even phantom before uh, to, in terms of improving the business. Yeah, okay. Hey, Larry, um, so let me ask you this question. If we have some viewers out there today that are watching, and if they are thinking to themselves, 
hey, you know, um, we have to make some improvements. Um, I, everybody usually has an idea of something that they want to do in their business to be able to create, you know, efficiencies or improvement, right? Larry, how do you go about identifying, you know, the, the place to start? Because, you know, there's such a broad range of things that we need to do to be successful. How do we go about just identifying where to start? It just seems like such an overwhelming task. Mark, you've heard me say this before. Think big, start small, go fast. Okay. Right? All right. So you need to look at the whole organization. But pick a few, you know, a two or three project uh, pilot projects um, that, that you know that is an area that needs improvement, but also that you have the right people that, that really want to make the change. And then just go, because once you go, you're going to learn. So think big, um, start small, and go fast. Think big, start small, act fast. Is that what you yeah, said? Fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that uh, that really makes good sense. And so I, I've always kind of said that, Larry. People get overwhelmed by you know how much they have to do, and then they get a bit paralyzed, and then actually don't do anything. And so I, I do think that's a really good um, uh, you know response or an approach to things. So for those of you out there watching today, and you're asking yourselves, is that you know how do I optimize? How do I create optimizations in my business? Listen, over the next few weeks. Um, we're going to begin to address many of these different subjects. And, uh, you know, the challenges that people have is, is that even today we have difficulty getting the good structured data that we want. And I emphasize the word good. OK, and so we have to address that. We have to address what do we do about the data that we're getting today? All right. The next thing that we have to do is we have to say, well, how do we manage that data? What, what is what, what do we really have to do? Do we need a content management system? You know, how do I make changes? How do I manage revisions? What about task cards? You know, what about production control? What about execution? You know, what about mobile devices? What about records? What about electronic sign offs? I mean, all those things. And so we want to begin to address, um, you know, a lot of those things that you need out there to be successful. And so Larry and I on a weekly basis are going to come live you know, at uh, at nine o'clock Pacific time, 12 o'clock Eastern time. And we're going to be addressing a lot of these subjects. But, you know, Mark, this morning, it's just me and you. And we're kind of talking a little bit of an introduction and, and kind of getting back into talking about how to be successful in the and how to be a successful business in 2021. But one of the things we also want to do is bring in some other experts to be yeah. able to talk about some of the subjects that that I think uh, are really timely like that right now, like supersonic commercial transport or yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, our, our urban air mobility, our blockchain, and how do these things, these evolving, or even something as how do I, something as simple as how do I make a LinkedIn video that, that tells, you know, to uh, that I get out to everyone that helps me explain my strategy uh, and marketing. So we're going to start bringing all those pieces together into a pretty compelling story about how to grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, um, for those of you out there watching, we got a lot of people out there watching right now. And I just wanted to say that if you have any questions for us, you know, go ahead and feel free to throw them out there. Michael, Patrick, um, Matt, I've seen you on a lot of our of our uh, broadcasts in the past. Uh, he's coming to us from the UK. You know, Matt, thanks for joining us. Um, I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we have... Uh, we have uh, Sridhar, you know, joining us. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you got any questions, we'll actually address your questions live. Um, but what I wanted to say is that, uh, you know, Larry and I over the last year have done, um, you know, collectively about 350, more than 350 live broadcasts like this. And for a good portion of them, we brought in guest speakers like what Larry said. And um, there's a tremendous amount of value from that. Let me just tell you this is that, listen, if you have access to people that have been through something before, Leverage that knowledge, you know, reach out to them. You know, um, I, I, I'm always reaching out to people and asking them to join, you know, my interviews or my live broadcasts because, 
you know, I want to learn from those people, right? And uh, why, why go through everything on your own? You know, this journey is not on your own. We need to look at what successes are around us and leverage the successes of people around us and implement them in our own businesses. And so I want to invite you to join our, you know, our regular, you know, broadcast we're going to have. Larry and I have been through this. Larry, how long have you been working with digital in your career? Well, I would say a little over 20 years, Mark. But that 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Obviously, some aerospace experience before that. <laughs> digital world, about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just I got to I got to tell you is, is that I I was I was just out of high school and I was thinking about how do I implement digital and implement computers. And, you know, as a young man. Um, I was frustrated by the fact that I could only get airworthiness directives in paper. And, uh, and you know, I couldn't search on them. I couldn't find them. At least today, we've made some progress, you know, to be able to access, you know, a lot of that data and information. But, you know, frankly, that was nearly 40 years ago, okay? And, uh, you know, and today, you know, we've made some improvements, but the industry has not progressed as fast and as far as what we wanted to. And so let me just tell you this, is that Larry and I have been working this problem for many, many years, and we are absolutely committed to the success of this industry. And that's why I have brought in so many people over the last year, and we've worked with so many people. We've conducted virtual summits. We've conducted interviews. We do consulting. And so, you know, we are going to continue to focus on doing that to help, you know, people to be successful. Larry, let's... Uh, Let's kind of wrap up this discussion today, but I want to ask you this, is that, hey, what are the key things that you would share with people about what do they have to do to be successful in the implementation of digital? What do you think are some of the key factors of success? Well, I think the, those things we've touched on a little bit this morning, Mark, you know, it has to do with strong leadership and strategy commitment. Um, it has to do with knowing your customer. It has to do with engaging your your uh, employees uh, in a way that uh, uh, my dear friend Marilyn Guy says, lead with humility. Yeah. Uh, and it has to do with, uh, you know, technology and embracing technology that, that you know, inspires your workforce. Yeah. L Larry and I have, uh, have developed sort of a four-point methodology over the last, you know, few years that says, listen, number one, you have to believe in what you're doing. And you know what? It's been proven over and over again that the digital transformations out there that have been successful have been done by people that are absolutely committed to its success. You have to believe with leaders that are committed to the success. Believe, all right? Then we have to leverage the knowledge of people around us and knowledge of vendors and people in the industry. So it's all about belief and people. Then we have to carefully look at processes that exist and make sure that we're not just randomly implementing processes you know, that we think might produce results. We need to focus on those uh, which have the highest ROI, the highest probability of success, and doing the ones which are going to create the greatest return on investment in the shortest period of time for our business. And sometimes that's not so easy to do. But so it's belief people, processes, and then we then we focus on technology. Many times we think that technology, implementing technology is like the first thing that we do. Well, but my question for those of you watching is, is that what technology are you going to implement and why? And what's the impact it's going to have on your business? So those are the things that really, you know, are really important is being you know, committed. You know, Mark, I like how you explain yeah. that. There's just, there's a, through experience, there's a process that we've uh, kind of developed about how, how best to, to implement what you call paperless or digital transformation. I, I really like right. how you describe it. Yep. And, and I like how you bring that down into just, you know, simple terms. It's, you know, many times we look at paperless operations, okay? And the IATA has coined in the past, you know, um, 
paperless operations. And so for most of us, it's like, how do I get rid of paper? But, but it's not just about getting rid of paper. It's about, it's about creating the efficiencies that we need in our business to be successful. All right. And so, so digital transformation, you know, is about more than just going paperless. It's really about creating a whole shift in your business so that the whole um, result is something which produces orders of magnitude improvement over what you're currently doing right now. And that's why those core factors, you know, are required for the success of digital transformation. Hey, listen, Larry and I are, are in a business that's called uh, Aviation Professionals for Digital um, Operations. And the company is Aviation Professionals. And if you want to follow what we do and where we go, you know, pretty much everything revolves around our hashtag digital aircraft. If you do a search on Google and just search hashtag digital aircraft, you'll see hundreds of YouTube videos and LinkedIn and all the different things that we're doing. And uh, we, we get involved in helping a lot of people in sales and marketing. We get involved in helping people do digital implementation and conversion projects. But mostly we like helping people to be successful in digital. That's really where our heart is and where our passion has been, you know, for many, many years. And Larry just keeps coming back for more, even though it's difficult and challenging. He keeps coming back for more, don't you? Oh, uh, it's fun stuff, Mark. It's fun stuff. You know, yeah. uh, the business challenges uh, are always fun to tackle. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we've had a couple of other visitors uh, join us. Um, you know, from all over the world. Usually, we have uh, a visitor here. We have uh, Alexis from uh, Venezuela. Welcome. And we have another visitor from India. Um, good evening from India. It's just really amazing. Hey, Larry, you know, the one of the fun things I like about uh, aviation is it's connected us. It's connected you and I with people all around the world. You know, you and I have traveled in the past to, to remote parts of the world. And it's just really amazing that we get can be connected with people from all over the world as part of aviation. You know, it, it is a rather small worldwide community that, uh, you know, the connections you make uh, are, are lasting. And it, it is a bit of a small community of, of professionals in aviation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They all have a passion, right? It does. It does. So, hey, listen, everybody, um, I wanted to thank you for joining us today. And I wanted to remind you that uh, Larry and I are going to be going live with special guests and giving you more tips and tricks about digital transformation, about going paperless in your operation. How can you be successful as our industry continues to emerge from these challenging times? Wednesday mornings at nine o'clock Pacific at 12 noon Eastern. We're going to do this on a regular basis and we're going to have some special guests as part of our, our, uh, uh, part of our, our live broadcast that we do. And uh, we literally have, have done like 350 of them um, in the last year. And we're excited to be able to continue to bring you, you know, such good ideas, um, you know, from all around the world. Larry, uh, thanks for joining today. And I look forward to our conversations next week. And for any of you that are watching today, if you have ideas, if you want to you know, give us suggestions on guests that we should bring on, or if you think you might like to be a guest on our program, I invite you to reach out to me and uh, let me know um, what's uh, your passion in aviation and how you can help the aviation industry be successful. And I look forward to having you uh, potentially join our program. Larry, thanks so much. And hey, I, thanks for the opportunity, Mark. I appreciate being here with you today, and I look forward to our conversations next week. Bye. Fair winds and following seas to you all, and have a great day. Hey, wait, don't go away yet. 
We have a lot more interesting information to come. Hey, I really appreciate you watching this broadcast, but in order for us to continue to bring this to you free, we have sponsors. I'd really appreciate it if you would just listen to our sponsor and then we'll get right back to the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Digital Aircraft Secrets podcast. Digital Aircraft exists to promote safe and efficient worldwide air transport. Aviation connects the world. Aviation connects us as people. Join the conversation on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook at hashtag digital aircraft. Let's help the aviation industry be a thriving place for all of us to reach our dreams.